Welcome to Sivako, The Road to Avatar. My name is Sean Alexander and I'll be your guide to the world of Pandora and beyond. And today we are talking about Avatar The Way of Water. This is the first review for the film. And we are going to explore a little bit about what has happened. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. So the first thing is, let's set the scene. The film is set 15 years after the events of the first film. The Way of Water follows the journey of Jake, Sully and Natiri and their family of five children and the sort of horrific and exciting events that occur to them. So the first thing I want to do is I want to go through the characters and talk a little bit about each of them. There's a lot of characters, so you know I might be willing these off a little bit. So first up, I want to talk about Jake. It's fantastic to see Sam Worthington back. And he's doing stellar work. It feels like he has really grown into this role, Jake Sully. And we see Jake grow as a character as well. We're not seeing him just as the jarhead. And he's grown past that. He takes a bit of a step back in this film. And that's not a bad thing. It's nice to see him take on that more dad role. The same could be said for Nutiri, who is possibly one of the characters you might be surprised is a little bit less in this film. It's not to say that she doesn't have her moments. She really does. But she's certainly not got as much screen time as the first Avatar. Now let's move on to the children. We see it, there's a lot of them, so I'm going to sort of run through these guys. Uh, Took is incredibly cute. I'm so excited to see her more. We've got the likes of Loak, who has a really big role in this film, and I feel like his role in the franchise going forward is going to be very exciting. Netem, as the oldest son, has a lot to deal with in terms of trying to live up to the expectation of, yeah, his dad is Torok Maktol. You know, you want to see... He wants to impress and save his family just as much as his dad does. Then you have Kiri, who's handling the problems with... Yeah, like, she's got this connection to the world around her that she really doesn't fully understand. And a lot of people also don't understand. And I think she's looking for a way to find meaning in the world. Then you also have Spider, who is possibly one of the more interesting characters, who's really trying to... Yeah, like, understand and find his place in this world as well. And it's the Kiri and Spider dynamic of two characters who are trying to find their own way. It's really exciting, and I think they explore that really well. The return of Quaritch, played by Stephen Lang, has been very exciting. And I would say that that's an element that I really enjoyed about the film, is that he, once again, is going full ham on this role. He knows that he is playing the bad guy, and he goes for it. And it's great to see. We also see an introduction to the Mekaina clan, which has the likes of Tonawari, played by Cliff Curtis, and Renal, played by Kate Winslet. And I love the dynamics at play here between these different tribes, especially the Sully family, as they visit the Mekaina. And yeah, what's at stake for these characters? There's a lot to invest in here, in not only in terms of what family dynamics there are, but also in terms of their relationship to the world around them and the environment. Now, one element that everyone is talking about is the visuals, and I am pleased to say that the visuals are as breathtaking as everyone says they are. They do something with this film in which they fully immerse you in to the world of Pandora as before, and it's wonderful to be back. It feels great to finally come home after 13 years. The 3D elements of this film work perfectly. I would really suggest at least having one shown in 3D just to see how different it can feel when you have all these, you know, fish floating past you or elements that are coming towards you. And it does add to that 
feeling. And I think that's because it was filmed with 3D in mind rather than being converted to 3D. Overall, I would say that the story is a vast improvement over the first Avatar. It does obviously lean on some cliches, as always, but that is a James Cameron staple. And honestly, at this point, he knows how to work cliches in a way that is exciting and fresh. So I'm excited to see as well where he takes this story, because he has left this set of wheels in motion for the rest of the franchise. The action set pieces that James Cameron is able to orchestrate are some of the most stunning and exciting ones of the year, up there certainly with the likes of Top Gun Maverick. The last hour is definitely being praised for how explosive the action is, but I do want to highlight that there is an action sequence which is one of the most harrowing of the year during the second act of the film, and I think it will be one of the most impactful and talked about scenes of the year. This sort of leaves the question, do we want to see more of these Avatar sequels? And will it make the money to even be greenlit? And I've got a feeling on both fronts that it's a big yes. The story here not only feels like a complete story in itself, but it also sets up a lot of exciting threads which I can't wait to see explored deeper and more uh, fully in the future. And I believe this is going to be a successful film. James Cameron has proved in the past that he knows what audiences want to see, and this is looking like it will be just as successful as Avatar and Titanic. I think the highest compliment I can pay this film is that for a three hour, 12 minute movie, it didn't feel that long. I remember turning to my wife as the film ended and saying, I thought we had another hour to go, which is how quick and how much more of this film I wanted to digest. So for me, I don't normally give reviews and ratings on this show. You know, this is a new, the first time for me. But for me, I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. I think it was an incredible feat. It's such an achievement. And it's so wonderful to see Cameron back again, doing what he loves. And the only downside for me is that there's perhaps too many characters in that. I want to see more of these characters' storylines explored. And that's something that's always going to be a struggle with that many new characters introduced. But we're going to see these characters again in the future. So really, it's hardly a complaint. If you want to get into spoilers, I'm going to have a spoiler full review coming out very shortly, which is featuring my wife. Me and her talked for a good hour, talking all about what we felt about the film straight afterwards. We literally came home and recorded straight away. So it is sort of very unfiltered. We're just talking away. And yeah, it's great to finally be able to talk about this film openly. So if you have anything you want to talk about with me, Feel free to reach out to me either on YouTube by my podcast platforms or on Twitter at AvatarPod. Why not get in touch and we could discuss some new exciting things.